This week on the Baseline Podcast, with Josh away getting ready for his big competition, my brother Jared joins the show and we discuss the Champions League. We discuss all the big news that's happening in the world of soccer. We then move over and talk about the NBA Finals, what each matchup could be, what's who's the champion that we think will come out on top. And we finish the time by talking about the NHL and of course, debating the Bengals versus the Browns. All that and so much more coming up on the Baseline Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Baseline Podcast. I'm Ben. That's not Josh. Uh, that's that's oh, that's my brother. That's Jared. Hey. Uh, Josh is prepping for his competition this week. Uh, we've asked Jared to step in and uh, co-host uh, the show this week. I know previously we had Aaron Lynn. This time we have Jared, my brother, who you know, you know, the last person I could think of. I'm just kidding, Jared. We love you. Um, no, we we, well, we watch. Yeah, we want to really this build this podcast up. So, oh boy, yeah, I'm sure Josh is going to love to hear that. Um, so, yeah. uh, as many of you know, uh, Jared and I used to have a podcast. Well, actually, we used to have two things. We used to have a radio show that was a sports podcast, yep, kind yep. of, uh, in the full court press, which you know Josh and I were a part of. And then we also had a real, uh, real no, not real talk. Um, no, it was Bros No podcast as well but um we hope you enjoyed this episode of the baseline podcast if you love this episode or if you just would love to just leave us a subscribe and like that'd be great too you know anyways absolutely um yeah it, you know how it is uh but we're gonna get into business here uh we're gonna talk about some things that we normally don't talk about not because we don't want to one we just never have time uh and two mm-hmm. we're not necessarily the most the right people to talk about soccer and NHL Josh, a little bit more uh, NHL, but um, I live over here in Europe and I still can't talk about soccer enough. So um, we're going to talk about soccer today. We're going to talk about the NBA finals and we're also going to talk about the NHL playoffs and kind of just touch each part. So Jared, first off, thank you for being on. Uh, I'm glad you could join us. Yeah. Also, thanks for having me. But also you're going to be on the real talk with Ben podcast. On Friday. Yes. Yes. So yes. Later in the week. Yeah, mm-hmm. so we got a we got a double dose of Jared this week on the Batman. Yeah, experience. you do. Uh, Nothing better oh, than that. Jeez. <laughs> oh, For those of you that don't know, okay, I want to just give a little uh, tidbit into the past. Jared was mute uh, growing up, mainly because of yeah. me and dad, dad yep. and I, uh, pretty yep. much why. Um, and I also hit Jared in the head with a golf club. Um, yep. So we can all understand why he's a little out there. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, we should really just start talking about sports because we're just, we're blabbering on at this point. Yeah, we, yeah, we, we um, So Jared, let's, something big happened this weekend. Why don't you go ahead and tell us what, what's happened this weekend in the world of soccer that I think most people, even if you're not soccer fans, know about. The Champions League, ole, 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 oh ole, ole, This is definitely, this is definitely opposite ole, of Ole, 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 ole. Okay, yeah, Champions, Champions League, League final. If you Ooh. didn't get that, wow, that was, did yeah. not see that coming. Um, wow. <laughs> soccer, soccer chant, man. Yes, yeah, so Champions League final happened, which uh, if those of you that don't know, if especially those that are not in Europe and you're in America, Champions League final basically is the Super Bowl of european football or european soccer um and it's yeah usually there's i always say there's usually a few big teams that everyone knows that's in the final this year it so happened to be liverpool which lebron james partially owns and then you have real madrid um real uh whereas cristiano ronaldo's old stomping grounds um and Mm. yeah so it was going to be an interesting match jared i know you kept in line with that i've watched a little bit of the highlights here and there but tell us about the whole game what happened and and your thoughts on the on the champions league yeah so um 
I wrote down a little bit of stuff, but in going into it, I, so I'm a I'm a FC Barcelona fan. You know, you mean when Lionel Messi? You mean the, you mean the ones well, that just screwed up their whole future? Yeah, yeah, cool. Actually, it's getting better. We can talk about it later. But um, anyways, I'm an FC Barcelona fan, so I like despise Real Madrid. So I wanted oh. Liverpool to win. That was that was my take. Is I wanted Liverpool to win. Uh, however, uh, apparently Courtois just went all Doctor Strange on them and just saved everything. I love that Marvel uh, take right there. That was good. Yeah, I like that. Uh, yeah. So I mean, Real Madrid won in a one nothing shutout, um, which is really impressive because that is Liverpool impressive, actually. Liverpool was uh, one of the top scoring um, Premier League teams, even though they finished second. Again, ugh, we can talk about it later, but whatever. Um, I'm also not a really big fan of Liverpool, but. Um, but they finish second, but they're one of the top scoring Premier League teams. So from Real, Real Madrid to um, to like stuff them pretty much and give them nothing, uh, I thought was remarkable, especially in a Champions League final. Um, uh, so I I anticipated a, a Liverpool win. However, Real Madrid sneaked out a uh, one nothing bid to. And- win the champions league and i'm not like a huge like i i follow soccer especially like some of the bigger clubs i just pay attention to what's going on and i know mm-hmm. kareem benzema this year has turned into like oh yeah kareem benzema oh, from like 10 years ago like yeah i don't know what is he, ever since ever since ronaldo left he's now turned into this his own oh yeah oh yeah his own player explain I mean, that he I explain that he i think i think it was ronaldo i mean once ronaldo left somebody had to step up because i think at the beginning of the year real madrid was they weren't they weren't pooping, but they couldn't find a score like a consistent score. And Kareem Benzema just went off. I mean, the dude's like thirty years old, but he's playing like he's twenty. Oh, I think he's older than thirty. Um, he's got to be older than thirty by now. No, he might be. I, he's like he might be thirty. But even or something like that. But I, I, yeah, he's just he's been on another level. Yeah, and and it's and it's always fascinating, and and especially like in the Champions League, you you kind of find those guys. They always say like right in the World Series or in the yeah. Super Bowl, you have these guys that make their name for themselves. And I think the Champions League throughout the whole tournament. So if you guys don't know, Champions League is like a months and months of playing in these matches. Um, Fradi, yep. who's the local uh, big Hungarian team here, made it to the Champions League group stage, uh, not this year, but last year. And that was huge for, for Budapest. I mean, we got whooped in every game, but it was yep. huge for Budapest because one, it brings you a lot of money. Um, and it does because once you make to a certain stage, you get a ton of money, which then you can use to buy yeah. players and things like that. Jared, can you ex- describe to those who are maybe watching or trying to figure it out what the Champions League basically is how you result from the previous year, right? And then that's where you get placed yeah. in the certain stages. Yeah. So it depends on it depends on the league. Uh, so like, let's just take the most famous league, the Premier League in England. Yeah. Um, so one, two, three, and four are all Champions League spots. So if you finish in the top four, uh, you get a Champions it. League bid. Yeah, you're guaranteed a bid to the Champions League. Um, I believe... Um, I think it's five, pl- five, six. So I think, it- if if I remember right, five is EuroLeague and six is EuroLeague. And then Seven now that is, they added... Yeah. Now that they added this UEFA Conference League, uh, the seven whoever's at seven spot goes to the Conference League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which is like you got the Conference League, Euro League, mm-hmm. Euro. You got the Conference Cup, then then the Euro Cup, or Euro Euro League. Yeah, Euro League, and then the Champions League. So you, it's like it's like stacked bottom to top. Um, and and I can't remember exactly, but 
uh, like Spain, I think it's like the top three go to Champions League, yeah. and then and then four for, goes to Euro, and five goes to. One thing I do know: like this is from playing Football Manager. This is the only reason I know this. Yeah, well, I know like for smaller leagues like Hungary, right? They win the league. They're not. They only get one spot yeah. in part of Champions League, and you don't actually get to the group stage. You actually go to what they call the Champions Path, which is yeah, basically yeah. you get to play all these other small team, small countries teams yeah. from the small countries and then uh mm. so like hungary basically beat a ton of teams to get there which is actually a harder route because you're basically oh, yeah. playing 20 games you know or so yeah to just get there yeah. um so yeah that's really fascinating to me uh that's what i love about european soccer in general like being over here it's like the amount of it's kind of like you know ohio state getting ready for the football playoff right like it's that kind yeah. of atmosphere of like these teams just want to win their league so they get to oh, yeah. that extra stage next year um and and again that's the way it works and i think the premier league this year was a very interesting premier league this year where it came down yeah, to the well, last yeah the last game yep uh and yeah. which is gonna which people don't realize that when you finish first yeah you you win the premier league but you also get almost a better yeah. a better spot in the pool that you can get drafted for the champions league yeah before we go to that, I just yeah. wanted because I showed you, I told you how uh, like Liverpool was like shut out. They had twenty four shots. Oh my! Not word. on goal, but twenty four yeah. shots, and nine of them were on goal. Sure. So Courtois saved all nine. Um, so I just thought that was astonishing in general. Um, and if you didn't know, this is Real Madrid's fourteenth Champions 14? League. Fourteen? Wow. Fourteenth in and uh, however many years Champions League been, it's been long, long, but. Um, and funny fact, here's another fact about the Champions League. Real Madrid has won five of the last seven Champions Leagues during FIFA World Cup years. That is fact. That is fascinating. And, and also, an, and I'll, I got a fun fact for you. I will I'll stop okay. with your fun fact. I got a fun fact. You know who played for Real Madrid that's the most famous footballer in Hungary? Yeah, Pukash. Pushkash, yep, who oh, yeah, is Pushkash, yeah. who is the most famous football player in all of Hungary history and is yeah. also one of the best of all time. Played mm -hmm. for Real Madrid because he got he wanted to leave during the communist era. So I, un I understand. Smart man. <laughs> I understand. Uh, and then another fun fact: a Croatian has won the Champions League every year since the 2012-2013 season. That is, and Luka Modric, Luka Modric would be the one yeah, that won it this year. Yep. Yep. So that would be the one that, that, that is, was. That's a fascinating. Jared, those Jared's are some the fact guy. Neat facts. Yeah. Jared's the fact guy. Um, not fat guy. Fact. There we go. I just want to clarify. Yeah, I'm not fat. Yeah. Uh, you're not fat. Um. So, what would you say with the Champions League? Do you feel like the Champions League this year brought some? Was it a good Champions League this year? I mean, I don't know how you rate that, but what, do you feel like it was a good Champions League this year? Or was it kind of like? Yeah. Eh. Um. I wasn't able to follow it along as much as I usually do. But, uh, well, Barcelona wasn't in it, so that was a real bummer. Like, yeah, which that was weird. That was which weird. is also why I didn't follow along as well, because, like, oh, my favorite team. And Man Manchester United wasn't in it either. Yeah. So I was like... Well, Man United um, is just their But I feel up, like, so. I mean, when you have Liverpool and Real Madrid in the final Champions League, I feel like it was, it was a fantastic Champions League. And uh, in Real Madrid's group, actually... Um, one of the teams called Sheriff FC, which yeah, I believe it's awesome. is in Ukraine or something like uh, that. No, it's in uh, it Moldova. I'm pretty sure oh, it's Moldova or That's something right. like that. Uh, and they like they were like two and zero. It's and amazing. I was like, oh my gosh, so, we're about to have the Cinderella of all Cinderella. Would you say that Champions League is like kind of like the Super is different from the Super Bowl in the sense that like you kind of want the best teams to be in that final. Like, whereas like the oh, Super yeah. Bowl, it's like you kind of pull for those underdogs in every other sport you do. Yeah, but I feel like Champions League, it's like you want the two alphas. Oh, to fight it out most definitely especially when it comes to change because like you know you 
most most of the time anyway, like I would say 95% of the time, the Champions League championship games are the big dogs. You know, you ain't going to have, you're not going to have a little old, uh, you know, Ajax, which is yeah. in Nether- the Netherlands, which they are really good, but you know, they're never going to make it to the final unless they yeah, have yeah. incredible talent. Um, and if they do, they'll most likely get smacked by, like, well, by even, Munich or, well, or even Madrid speaking or something of, like that. Well, even speaking of Ajax, their manager actually just left to become Man United's manager. Yes. I oh, want to get yes. I want to get your thoughts on this because do you think this is does, does this give a little more of like to Ronaldo saying like, okay, I want to stay? Because I think there's a lot of rumors saying like, hey, I does he just want to get out of this hectic uh just place it is right mm-hmm. now? How do you feel like this Ten Hag going to Man United? How do you feel like that's gonna make a difference in Man United? Yeah, so I'm actually a big Man United fan. They're my favorite oh. English Premier League team. I love Man United. Uh, always been a fan. Um, but I think I, I think I think he can do well. I don't. I don't. I don't think Ronaldo is going to leave. They need to get rid of uh, what's that man in McGuire. I mean, that dude is just a. Harry he McGuire. is so bad. So I think bad. If, if Ronaldo goes anywhere, he'll probably go to the MLS. Like Messi's yeah. about to go. Which we'll get so, on that in a second. We'll get on yeah. that in a second. Um, so I think I think Ten Hag can really turn around Man United because. Oh, Lord knows they need to be turned around. Oh my yeah. goodness, they haven't been good since Sir Alexander Alexander yeah. Alexander Ferguson, Ferguson was there, yeah. and he was amazing. And then they were amazing, and now ever since he's let retired, yeah. now we're so. Uh, yeah, I agree with you. I think that they need they need that boost because I think there's such a I think especially because they're owned by boost. they're owned by the Glazers who own the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, who are probably the worst owners of all time, especially in the soccer world. Um, Which fans actually want them out. Yeah. So. But what would, for, um, what would you say for what would you say for the as we're just thinking about it and as we're talking about it, you we you mentioned Ronaldo possibly going to the MLS. What do you think about Messi coming out and saying, "Hey, he's he's going to take"? I, I know you're a huge Messi fan. I know you're a big MLS fan, which is I think. A lot of Americans have kind of shot away from the MLS, whereas you have kind of said, hey, I'm going to brace it because this is our league. Um, what do you think Messi would do, not only for the world of mm. of the soccer to look at the U.S., but what would it do for the U.S. in, in general? Uh, it would grow the MLS exponentially. You think about it, Lionel Messi, arguably, and I say arguably because I can easily defend this, maybe, uh, arguably the best soccer player easily of our generation maybe of all time mm-hmm. that man is coming to the mls okay just think about this the mls first off when it first started just known for u.s players who just need somewhere to go when they're not good enough to go to europe now you have mls players who are coming from europe just to play in the mls wayne rooney Granted, That's it might I'm... yeah which it might be because of money but also i mean and they'll just dominate because of european players or they're the old but but yeah but if you look at it i mean zlatan ibrahimovic came over Played at LA Galaxy, absolutely phenomenal. The two or three years he was there, goes back over to AC Milan and wins the Serie A in his first year yeah. back. I mean, these, these, I'm telling you, if Messi, if it, which I'm pretty sure the report is true, like he's going to go to Inter yeah. Miami, which sucks because I wanted to go to the crew, but ain't nobody going to live in Columbus. Um, which is awesome because I believe then he will also be a, um, co-owner or not co but a part part like part of, he'll own part of inner miami because with david, with beckham, david beckham yeah david beckham which is that. even better and i think and it, this is a huge boost for mls um when he and, gets here because it's it's it, mls has gone up since it first started i mean expansion teams are happening 
players are going from the MLS to Europe, not only American players, but mm-hmm. every other player, they're going to Europe and actually doing well. So I think I think it'd be a huge boost if Messi Messi comes over. Yeah, and I think even you look at it too, like I feel like, you know, as someone that lives in Europe, I hear the jokes all the time. Right. Like I hear all the jokes about how, you know, uh, oh, U.S. is terrible at soccer. MLS is a terrible league. And I'm sitting there going, you know, you might you might be right five years ago, 10 years ago. You're probably right. Right. But even even as I look and I look at, you know, some of these young talent that are are leaving after they're 19, 20 years old, going to Europe, playing in the biggest leagues and, you know, and I, what I love about it is, is that, you know, you have, yes, they're, you know, people are like, oh yeah, but they're 36 years old. But like Wayne Rooney said, yeah, I don't want to finish my career in England. I'll spend a couple of years in DC. Oh, Zlatan says, you know, he could have went anywhere in the world. He's like, no, I want to go to LA galaxy. There's a reason why they're going. Yes. It could be money. And I don't care if it's money because it's what the U S is known for. The U S oh, yeah. is known for oh, to yeah. spend money on baseball, talent, football, talent, basketball, talent. It's known, right. It's, it's out there. So yeah. I think, I believe that if this happens and this truly happens, that the, the MLS will be get up there to one. I think it's going to surpass both hockey and uh, and baseball at one point. I believe the MLS will to where it will be American football, basketball and and soccer will be the top three sports in mm-hmm. in in America. And I think that's partly because of what Messi could bring um, every every team that they face on the road is going to get have so many people in attendance. You're going to go to Columbus. Oh, yeah. And it's going to be packed because people want to see Messi. So I really think that's going to be oh, interesting. Yeah. Uh, my question to you is, do do you think that you'll see a Ronaldo-Messi matchup in the MLS one day? Oh, I would absolutely love I, that. I feel like or they're playing on the same team. I feel like it'll be more chance that – I don't know if – Ronaldo's older than Messi. I think there's more of a yeah. chance that yeah. Messi's the only one that goes, but we never yeah. know, uh, and so on. Um, it, my, that would be – Am I saying, oh, I and you that. touched on this of how much the MLS has grown. Do you believe in the MLS at, at one point needs to change to be like the English premier league, the English system where they have seven different leagues and they all connect. Do you think that the U S needs to go to that at some point in order to co- compete with the highest levels? Yeah, I think, I don't think we'd have enough teams obviously to do seven leagues like England and yeah. all the European countries have, but you know, you have these teams like, now, FC Cincinnati, Charlotte. Um, uh, uh, Charlotte. There's a couple others Nashville. who were already there. Yeah, who were already there, but they just moved up from the um, the. I think it's called the American Cup or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A soccer league cup. Um, and so, I think, or no, it's called the United States Soccer League. It's USSL. Um, and so, I think if we can do it to where you know teams get to, because there are some MLS teams who are just bad consistently. <laughs> Um, surprisingly, it's not FC Cincinnati anymore. They're actually doing good this year, but, uh, their team is just consistently bad. And if you can like demote them, you know, reward them for being bad and reward those teams who are in the USSL, who are just dominating, like FC Cincinnati was before they got to MLS, they were dominating the USSL. So you can get those teams, you know, promote them, have a whole league, you know, and, and if you're going to, if you're going to have, there's the only thing I don't agree with MLS is we're in America. We call it soccer. We don't call it football. So why are you having this FC stuff? Like if you're going to do it, well, you have F, F, no, no, no. There's some teams that have FC. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, like, if you're going to have FC, like Los Angeles FC, I'm like, okay. If you're going to have that, you might as well just build it like a Premier League and just have demoting and promoting, and it'll just mm-hmm. make it easier. And I, I still think maybe keep the playoff format just because that is an American thing. And I, I, still, it, I think it I makes still, it easier to determine winners, but. Yeah, and I think it's funny because I've seen guys on Football Manager, the video game that I play occasionally, 
um, that have actually made a database of of uh, this this whole soccer pyramid. And actually, at the, some of the lower levels, it's basically college teams that become like these amateur in this league. And it's really cool. I, yeah. I think it's fascinating. Oh, yeah. So I think it'd be yeah. really cool. Um, but we're going to move on to some other signing news that has been kind of, it's hit the whole world by storm. I mean, it was all over ESPN. Sorry for my loud, if you can hear the sirens outside. But um, one of the biggest things would be Mbappe, who for months, hey. I'm talking months, everyone was saying going to Real Madrid. For months, you heard uh, Holland was going to go to Real Madrid. But both of these guys have said there's something not right with Real Madrid, which, by the way, if you're a Real Madrid fan, I am so sorry because you're going through like this <laughs> terrible Sucks feeling. for you. <laughs> so what would you say, first off, on those signings? What's your first thoughts on both those signings, uh, where they're going? And, and do you think it was the right move for them? Yeah. So I'll start with Holland because I love that guy. Got the flowing Freak. lettuce yeah, on the hair. Mm. He's like six, four. I mean, yeah, this dude can just big dude. Just ball. Um, so he's going to man city, oh, which of course sucks. <laughs> that sucks. As a man, Chester United fan. I was so mad. Uh, I, even though I love Holland, I am mad. I mean, great, great that he's coming to the premier league, make it even better. But you know, as a man United fan, I can't, I can't support that. I, I was rooting, I was rooting for Le- uh, Le- uh, Lester or Le- Lester. Right? Is that what it's called? Lester city. Yeah. Because that's where his dad played isn't it. And that where his dad yeah, played. He wasn't going there. It was still though. It was sweet. If that's, yeah, you know, no, he wasn't going there. Who cares if dad played there? He ain't going there. But um, I'm excited to see him in the premier league. Cause you know, the German league, like the Bundesliga, granted it's a tough league, but he really only had Bayern Munich as a tough opponent. Yeah. So, I want to see how I mean, good they, he does against they, these Dortmund also has, league teams. Dortmund also has another killer youngster in Yusuf uh, Makoko, who yeah. is going oh, to yeah. be the next. Yep. Yeah, he's a freak at 16 as well years as, old. As well as Jude Bellingham. Yeah, there's a lot of really he's good dudes. 19. So, so you think it was a smart move. I agree with you. Oh, I think the, was, wait, hold on. They also have Gio Reyna. Let's not forget Giovanni Reyna from yes. U.S. So, But I would also – I will say – you know, you agree, you know, we both, I think, agree that it was a good move. I think it was interesting. I don't think I saw Man City. I thought it was always going to be Spain, I think, after a while. But I think with the money issues that Spain's kind of having right now, I think he's going, yeah. England's the smarter, smarter of the two. Um, so, yeah, it's very interesting that of Erling Haaland. Now, what do you think of Mbappe, who surprised, I think, everyone, even PSG. Yeah. I think he even surprised PSG. Why do you think he decided to stay at PSG instead of going to Real Madrid? So, because Messi's on PSG, well, I've, I liked PSG before Messi was on PSG, but now I like, really like them because he's on PSG, obviously. But I think it was great. One, because Barcelona doesn't have to face a Real Madrid with uh, Benzema and Mbappe and Holland. Modric and Holland and all that. So, that's great for Barcelona. And two, it's great for PSG and Mbappe because one, he gets to stay in his home country. Why, why, I mean, if they're going to offer money, why would you want to leave your own country, you know, uh, if they're going to offer you the money? Two, it's going to help PSG, I think, keep Messi. Because there's a lot of people saying that Messi, because of he had a rough start there at PSG, he's just going to bounce town and go straight to Miami. But now that he's, you know, lasting out his contract and, and people are, are not wanting to leave, I think it's going to be great for PSG. And it might even draw some more people to PSG uh, in, so, in the future. So why do you think that he decided to to stay at PSG? What, what do you think the th- thought process was that? And why did he wait till the very last moment to make that decision? Because that's what I was confused I think, about when I was thinking about it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I did. I, I saw a video and I, 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 
for some reason I didn't watch all of it. I think I was in a hurry doing something, but um, and he's like explaining like why he did, but I think he did say like, you know, is he wants to stay in his home country. You know, I think yeah. the love for France kept him there. Uh, you know, why would he want to leave France if they're going to offer him all that money? Uh, and I think in the long run, PSG actually did offer more money than Real Madrid. So, you know, yeah. it comes down to it. There's probably a lot of it probably was money. Um, also, if Real Madrid is in debacles, like people say they are, that's probably why he didn't go to Real Madrid. And he just went, just stayed in, yeah. in France where he knew he's going to get paid and could yeah. get paid. And he knows he's going to win championships, at least French championships. Which at this uh, point is not saying much. So yeah, <laughs> at this point, so, not saying much. Yeah, but yeah, so that, I mean, that is definitely interesting. And then, you know, I, yeah. So those both those moves are crazy. But I think even a crazier move. And again, with the war in Ukraine, which again we we give our you know our prayers to the people of Ukraine. But we know with um, Chelsea, which was in a very weird situation, yeah. are now getting sold to uh, American. I think it's going to be all American owned yep. uh, entity. Uh, obviously, Christian Pulisic is um is as there as an american at chelsea um some other really good they got tuchel who's a, and a great a great coach um you know what is your thoughts on on that uh i know i didn't originally say we we're going to do this but i just thought you know we're talking about player sales and stuff but we had a whole club get sold who to be honest if they would have waited any longer there's a chance chelsea wouldn't have existed in the next yeah. few months so oh, yeah, yeah. what do you think about this and do you think that um is going to make it harder for Chelsea this summer because we don't know what the finances will be like, or do you think it's going to make it like, okay, I think they can sustain. Yeah. I, well, I think it's good for the, the, obviously the players on them because they weren't able to re-sign anybody until yeah. they got sold again. Um, and I think it being an all American granted, they might not know a lot about soccer, but if they have money, yeah, that's all they really need in the premier league is money because then they can just buy players out the wazoo. Uh, so I think it's good for Chelsea money wise. Um, if it's all American, if it's going to be an all American, you know, ownership, I think does you know, they'll, they'll have money and, and be able to support all the contracts and even buy players that they'll need. Do you think uh, they, do you in. think they sell Lukaku? Do you think he's gone? I don't know because there's a lot of thoughts, thoughts that he's yeah. not happy at all. And two cool like, isn't, you know. but I've also heard rumors that Pulisic also might be gone. Ooh, because, that'd be interesting. Um, because I mean, he, I mean, he's okay with being a bench player, but I I've heard like Tuchel. Now I don't, I personally, I don't think Tuchel's using him. Right. I think maybe my American bias, but Pulisic is a great player. And every time off the bench, he'd at least score an assist a goal. So I don't see why they're not starting him. Um, and there's rumors that Juventus is going to try to get him over. Well, where, where do you think he should? I know there might be places that would go, but where do you think he should go? If you're, if you're sitting there, do should he stick a step down and go to like an uh, Aston Villa or should he go to a bigger club where he, again, it'd be up in the air. Should he take for a couple of years, take a step back for one to two years? Well, if Chelsea's going to start him, I say stay at Chelsea, you know, yeah, of course. Really, yeah, yeah. but if, you, if, if there's talks that Juventus is actually going to get him and not get rid of McKenney, and you can have two Americans who are in the young core of the U.S. American team that is phenomenal, by the way, which we can get to later. Uh, I think if you can get him and McKenney on the same club team and have that chemistry just there like that and you don't have to work on it, I think Juventus would be dumb to pass it up that. But I, ultimately, I think I think he might end up staying in, in yeah. Chelsea um, just now that they have new ownership yeah. and everything. And I, th I think uh, I would like to see him stay in the Premier League just because I like Americans in the Premier League. But Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, 
and I think you just mentioned the U.S. men's national team. Let's let's wrap up this soccer topic with let's talk World Cup. I mean, here over yes. here in Europe, over here in Europe, it's 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 like literally your USA. your country, your country, yes, USA. Your country lives in breeze the world cup hungry just missed oh, out hungry just missed out um, as you know jared you remember when i was in america last summer and you know how much you were even shocked how hungry put it up to portugal and to england yeah. how hungry let's be honest hunger got the group of death last year and they almost got out of that group completely yeah. um so i'm looking forward to hungry one one year one year hungry will get out of out of it um but what would you say jared uh what is your thoughts on the world cup so far is there any surprises that aren't going to the world cup uh and are there any um and what are you looking forward to uh the most I, obviously the usa but what are some of those teams that are going to maybe shock the world a little bit yeah i the huge shocker that i thought would definitely make it and dim italy <sighs> They made it to the Euro finals and they can't even qualify for the world cup. That's a yeah. huge shock to me. Uh, I thought they would be making it in after making it to the Euro finals. Uh, I thought they easily, easily had a chance to, to get in and, and do well, honestly, especially after their Euro, uh, Euro trip. But that's, that's, uh, I want to say it's two years in a row that they haven't made it two world mm -hmm. cups in a row. Uh, Cause I don't believe they were in the 2018 world cup either. So that's a shock to me. Um, I do have down here. I think the now there, you know there's always a group of deaths in the World Cup. Yeah, at least one. However, this year I was looking at the the different the groups right, and there wasn't one that really just stuck out to me like oh man it's gonna be difficult to get out of that one. The the bigger ones that I was like oh that might actually be kind of a tougher group is groups C or G might be the group of deaths. Because in Group C, you have Argentina, Saudi Arabia, Mexico, and Poland. And then in Group G, you have Brazil, Serbia, Switzerland, and Cameroon. Yeah. So I think those two groups are your, quote-unquote, group of deaths that I think will be the hardest to get out of. Granted, Brazil and Argentina will probably get out of both of those. But I think that second team is definitely up in the air for both of those groups uh, of, of who will come out on, on top in the in the second second place there. Um my surprise team. This I, I have. I have down. You know the favorites, the sleepers, the big underdogs who are like absolutely have no chance to win it. Which, by the way, are Iran and Saudi Arabia have absolutely no chance. So the favorite is Brazil, as they should be. They're kind of really good. Uh, surprisingly, France is is second favorite. Um, I thought they would actually be the favorite to repeat because they pretty much have the same team. I think my sleeper is Croatia. So if you look at the team of Croatia, so last year they made it to the World Cup final. That is uh, true. Narrowly, uh, not last year, last World Cup, uh, 2018, they got beat by France in the World Cup final. So narrowly, narrowly, uh, I mean, I mean, I thought they were going to win the World Cup. I was, I was like, come on, Croatia, you know. Uh, so I think that could be a, a sleeper team again because people again are still doubting Croatia. Um, I think the underdog. Now you know, an African nation has never won the World yep, Cup. That's true. Neither is a North American nation, but whatever. Uh, the underdog, I think, is Senegal. They're the top African. They had the I best chances. Was, I actually was going to say that that was my that's my underdog is Senegal. They it's have, my under, is my underdog. Out of the African nations, they have the best chance. They have Sadio Mane. <laughs> that speed is killer. Um, and I just I think that is the underdog to go far or win the whole thing. So that's. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I would agree with you. And those I think, are my sleeper and underdog teams. Yeah, I would say you know for my under, my underdogs, one of mine is Poland. I believe that Poland with Lewandowski. I'm sorry, you can't count out Poland. You have literally one of the best strikers in the world. I mean, yeah, I, I don't know how you how you don't. Uh, another one is. Uh, I, you know, I want to say Qatar just because it's in Qatar. Like, you never know, right? Like, we saw in South Africa, we saw what South Africa did. You yeah. never know. Qatar could pull off one of those things. It's like, why? But it happens. And then the U.S. I believe U.S. is one of those underdogs that I yes. think they're young, but they're talented. Uh, I want them to prove that me. I want them to prove so many people wrong because I live in Europe. And Jared, you don't know how hard it is to listen to all the hate that the U.S. men's national talk, let talk me, team gets. Let me. T- I uh, can go on and on about this U.S. Let me tell you. First, yes, we had Landon Donovan in the past, but this is after watching World Cup qualifier games. This is the best, and I am serious. And it, it can only get better from this team, by the way, because in 2026, when it comes to America, get ready, world. Okay. This is the best American team I've seen in a in my lifetime. I've mm-hmm. seen some good World Cup. The 2010 World Cup was great. 2014 World Cup was okay. Obviously, we didn't qualify in 2018. But this this team is different. I mean, there is a fire under this team. Yeah. You know, we have this young core of, of Dest, Pulisic, McKenney, uh, uh, Zach Steffen, who's not really as young. But, um, you know, you, you have this young core of guys who want to win. I mean, after the summer they had last year of beating Mexico twice, oh, we dos a zero Mexico. In Mexico, what better way to do that? And to start off your World Cup qualifying campaign with sweeping Mexico last year in two championship games, and one of them you had all your backups in. Um, I think this U.S. team, I this is no joke. Now, I... I'm probably going to be proven wrong here because, granted, like I said, as a young team, a lot of these guys is going to be their first World Cup appearances. But the chemistry this team has, this world, this U.S. men's national team has, I really do think this is the team to get out of the group table because they have a really good group to get out of. I mean, mm. England's going to be tough, but I think we can beat England. Oh yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think this is the U.S. team to make it to if not the semifinals, the finals. Yeah, I, I think that it's a very good chance, and I think we will see a lot of that. Um, but before we move on to outside of the soccer pitch, I want to hear your thoughts. Give me in, in five seconds here, who is the best player in your eyes right now in the world? Go. Kylian Mbappe. And I would have to agree with you one bit. I watched a video the other day of Kylian Mbappe grabbing a ball that was bouncing mid-bounce, Running past two midfielders, grab the ball, and then run past three defenders, pretty much, mm-hmm. and then get uh, there was a penalty, and he ended up taking a shot, and that was back in the 2018 uh, World Cup. And I'm like, this dude and is that, freak. This and at dude that time, he was, and at that time, he was 18, and right now he's 23. He he's just a, he's a freak. Um, 22 again. it's crazy it's it's impeccable and then this year obviously if you want to pay attention to the the world cup it's in qatar and it's in november this year in december so it's a really weird time for a lot of people but it's gonna be fun to watch in the middle of also american football season basketball season it's just gonna be crazy and and speaking of basketball we're gonna move on over to basketball because we have the nba finals coming right around the corner and jared before we continue going why don't you flip on a light so we can see you it's getting oh, a little yeah. dark in here. It's getting a little dark. So flip on a light. Uh, while while you do that, um, you might have to, I don't know, like turn your head. But uh, I'm going to keep talking. So Jared is 
flipping on a light switch. If you're watching, you get to see all this uh, in, or you might need to like flip the big one on. I don't know. Oh, wow. That just shook the world. You might need to flip the big one on. Yeah, I'm going to go do that. I'll yeah. be back. Okay. You be back. I'll just maintain. But anyways, um, I'll give this little, this time here while, while Jared is going to take care of what he's got to take care of. Um, what I wanted to say was, is that, uh, I want to take this time to talk about Josh and Josh is, uh, in this week of prep. So he won't be posting anything this week, uh, as of right now, but I would really like you guys to just take the time to maybe shoot him a message on Instagram. You guys know his Instagram handle. I post it every week. Um, go give him uh, a shout out, uh, give him a, a chance to, um, yeah, just give him a, give him a, uh, I guess, send him some support. That's what I'm trying to say. So give him some support. Uh, Josh is in a lot of prep mode right now. He is probably stressed out as is, but um, yeah, looking forward to it um, to hear his results next week. But until then we're going to talk about the NFL NBA finals, Jared, we already have one team, which me and you hate the fact that we're about to say this, um, but the golden state warriors have made the NBA finals for sure. And now it's down to Gross. game seven. So we're recording this on Sunday. So it's down to game seven tonight uh, versus I believe it's tonight, right? It's tonight. Yes. Yep. yep. It's tonight. Boston Celtics and the Miami heat. Yeah. Um, which is a very interesting matchup. Um, yeah. I'm going to give my thoughts and I, and I truly believe one, I think the Warriors shocked a lot of people. I think Josh said it last week, we all thought we were over this Warriors, uh, like time span, right? Like where they were going to be done, but here we are, it's going to be like a new 30 for 30, the comeback. Um, but the Warriors are back, uh, at full go, it seems like, and scarier than ever. Yeah. Um, and now we have Boston versus Miami. Now, obviously, you will know the results by the time this podcast episode comes out. Yes. But we're going to give our preview of either matchup. So Boston and Warriors. I'm going to start off with the Boston and, and the Warriors. If Boston Celtics and Warriors matched up in the NBA Finals. Now, I believe out of the two matchups that could be, I believe this would be the, I believe, the harder task for the Warriors if I'll be honest, I think the Boston mm -hmm. Celtics give the Warriors a harder competition, mainly because you have the base defensive player of the year and, and, and smart. You also have Tatum, you have um, Brown, you have a lot of these guys that are just gutsy dudes going to go out and get it and yeah. whatever they're feeding them in Boston, they're, it's amazing. Um, mm -hmm. But I think it's going to be, that would be a great matchup. I think the Warriors, their strength obviously is Steph Curry. Uh, yep. Thompson, that kind of shooting prowess. Um, but I just think that they would have a lot of trouble with having guys that can guard and who else is going to score for, for golden state. We know they have Peyton, they have some of these other guys, but I'm interested to see what happens. So Jared, give me your thoughts on, on if it was Boston Celtics versus the golden state warriors. Yeah. Uh, I think actually the heat would be a tougher matchup than the Celtics. Um, just due to Jimmy Butler and Kyle Lowry's on another mm, level, apparently. Um, I, I think I think the Heat would be a bigger matchup. However, I do think the Celtics are going to go to the finals. But I, I, I'm not going to lie. You cannot. It is so hard to beat Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, and Draymond Green when yeah. they're all three healthy and in the starting lineup. So um, as I, I think the Celtics are a tough matchup. I think I think they could get, get him to a game seven. Uh -huh. um, they, I mean, Tatum is he's he's just 
He's a freak. player. What a dude. And, and I mean, his, son, his and name his, is Deuce. Yeah, like Deuce, <laughs> the greatest name. Yeah. Right. What a what a dude. So would you say? Do you think this would be a? Do you think this would be a tougher matchup for the Warriors offensively versus defensively? Because that's what I feel like. I feel like it's going to be tougher if they played Boston offensively because their offense might struggle a little bit against Boston's defense. Yeah, but prob- I think, probably. But I think defensively yeah. they'll be able to control Boston a little bit. Yeah, I think offensively they'll have a tough time just because Boston is a really good defensive team. Um, but I mean, it's, it's, it's the Warriors. I know. And it just bothers me. It's the Warriors. And also, I think we both can say, and I know, by the way, we're both Cavaliers fans. So we're a little bit biased here, but I think we both can say if the Cavaliers were healthy this year, all the way through this Cavs team would be maybe right where we're at. We're talking about right now, at least in that that spot. Maybe, maybe we don't know. Um, but then the other one is if the heat win tonight, they'll play the Warriors, which Mm -hmm. I believe is the least likely to happen. I think the Celtics go to the finals. Um, I might've said that last week. I don't remember what I said last week. So maybe it's complete opposite of what I said last week, but I believe the Miami heat. Yes. They have Jimmy Butler. Um, they have some of these guys that can go out and score. I'm just wondering on the defensive end, one, can they stop Boston tonight? And and maybe they will, maybe they won't. I I don't know, but if they get to the finals, that's where I worry about for Miami heat is can they slow down Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond green, these guys, will they have the firepower? Wiseman, will they have the firepower to do that? That is my worry. I don't know about you. That's kind of my worry for, for the for the Heat and if it was in this matchup. Yeah, I yeah I think defensively they're not they're not as good of a defensive team as, as Boston. But I mean they've been they they took Boston to seven games. That's true. Yeah. So I think that offense um, speaks for itself right there, um, and I I think the Heat are literally heating up uh they're like yeah. they're on fire uh they've been on fire the whole year so uh, which i don't think any of us expected because you know i mean they don't I have mean, lebron Chris Bosch, about, like, anymore, but. i think we all thought that what we'd be talking about the heat we'd be talking about the phoenix suns but yeah, they, oh, yeah. they choked right so we talked about Boston, that last yeah. week on the episode so shame. yeah it's very yeah. interesting to me and i think it's gonna be interesting but okay so we have our gent so i'm saying the boston celtics to the finals versus the warriors and you are saying the I'm actually going to go with the Heat. Okay, so you have the Heat Warriors. I have the Boston mm-hmm. Celtics versus Warriors. That's that our, our final sort of guess. I don't know. We'll see who's right. Um, but what would you say? What is going to be the final series? Who will win and how many games? Um, and who will be your finals MVP for the series, prediction-wise? Well, what I want to happen is I want whoever comes out of the Eastern Conference to win, obviously. Of course. Because, ugh, Warriors. But what I think is going to happen – uh, is I think the Warriors are going to win in five games. Okay, five games. They're just they're 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 something else right now. They are like pumped up. They I mean they they literally what one in six games against the Mavericks. Mm-hmm. And you know this game this series is going to seven games, and then they start the finals in like two or three days. So I think the Warriors. I mean they're going to be more more refreshed, more mm-hmm. ready. Uh, I mean, they their shooting is out the wazoo again. Like I said, and even if it's the Celtics, I think I think the Warriors take it in five. And who would be your Finals MVP? Oh, uh, uh, who else? Steph Curry, obviously. Of course, Steph Curry. And I would say if if the Celtics make it, I think, you know, I think it would go seven. I think it would for sure will go seven. And I'm I'm going to just throw a, a a you know a bolt out there, and I'm going to say Boston Celtics in seven. And I think your MVP wow. will be smart because he's going to have to lock up Steph Curry all series long. And I think the key to winning, if the Boston Celtics or the Miami Heat, the key to winning is this. You you don't have to 
completely shut down Steph Curry. But if you keep him right, yeah. with scoring maybe 15 points, you have a he has a bad shooting night, you get him flustered. Yeah. That's your only chance. You don't let if you let him do his thing, then there is no chance for winning. Um, but sure. again, I think it's gonna be an interesting series. Whoever's playing, um, I, like I said, I love the finals. I think both of us really do because it's like June, it's like baseball season. Yeah. Um, but you're yep. kind of like watching basketball and it's kind of fun. I remember watching when the the, uh, the Cavaliers won, we both were just loving it. It was amazing. Oh, yeah. Um, so amazing time coming up for the NBA finals. And uh, I'm excited to see what happens here, both tonight and as well as in the finals. So yeah. Oh, yeah. we'll see. Let us know in the comments. You know, obviously you'll know who won, so you can make fun of the other one that didn't choose right. Yeah, so which will uh, be Ben. Oh boy, of course. Um, but uh from there, we're gonna jump. I know that was quick over the finals, but that's really all you can talk about. Um yeah, other oh, than yeah. I mean, other than I, I will say, other than the Lakers found a coach, which I think I think his name hey, is yeah. Ham, right? Coach Darvin Darvin Ham. Darvin Ham, which I think is gonna be an interesting one. Can he control LeBron James's ego? doubt it probably not that's all i'll say on that so um as we know with my political correctness on the show uh we're moving to the nhl one of yes. jared's other favorite sports we're going to finish up here with the nhl yeah. um but first off uh jared and i both grew up in ohio obviously so the columbus blue jackets were always kind of our team the team that we watched um i went to a, a couple of different games jared's been to a couple of games um so jared for you as uh, what have you what has your been your view on these playoffs what what's some things that shocked you we talked about a little bit last week on the show um but what are some things that have shocked you a little bit well what has shocked me is two teams edmonton oilers uh they like have had karmic david forever and leon drasadol and they are just now getting to the western conference finals what in the world um so i think that was a big shock team for me um the other shocking team was Tampa Bay Lightning. Okay. Yes. They went up, they they weren't even the one seed this year. They they Three went up seed. against they went up against Maple Leafs, which I think we all I'm know sure Maple shocked. Leafs. They should have won. I I am not shocked because the Maple Leafs choke every year in the playoffs. They have not won a playoff series literally in years, and they're a Canadian team. Toronto Maple Leafs, I think, are the joke of <laughs> NHL. Even though they're a good team. Sorry for Maple Leafs fans out there. It's true. Um, and then they go to the Florida Panthers, who, by the way, Florida Panthers have been the best team all year. They they were the I think the top scoring team in the NHL all year. Um, they had, they scored like three or yeah. four goals a game. Tampa Bay just goes and sweeps them, and they made it look easy. Yeah, they made it look easy. And like I think I think Florida scored like one goal and also, all the series. Tampa Bay also won the um, bat, won the last two Stanley Cups as well. Yeah, which that's why it sucks yeah, because I don't like Tampa Bay. Ugh. So if they're, I do not want them to three p at all. So that's terrible. So those are the those are the shockers for me. I mean, I think um, I think that I think seeing the Avalanche dominate the way they've dominated as well is oh. pretty cool to see because both of us, both of us we have mom's cousin who lives in Denver. Yeah. They they're they're fans of the Avalanche. Well, we've been able to follow to see what's going on. That's kind of that's, that's my. You'll hear it a little bit if you listen last week, everyone. You know that's my surprise pick to win it all uh, and win the playoffs. And actually, um, it's our form RA uh, Zach right. Griffith ZG. Yeah, that's his yeah. favorite NHL team. That's true. Uh, so that's that's my side of that. But uh, they actually have not surprised me. They have been they have good really all good year. Play. They have a good they, player from Russia, right? He's really good, really good player. Uh, well, they have McKinnon, Nathan they McKinnon. Have the other guy. There's another guy. Then, uh, what's his name? Maybe I'm yep, thinking of a different Zach's guy. Gonna, Zach's going to 
I know he's going to butcher both of us. Um, but so we have those two, and then Avalanche have been I besides Florida because Florida scoring wise have been the best team, but the best all around team in the NHL is Colorado Avalanche. So when I see them going to the Western, I like I'm not shocked right now that they're that they're playing Edmonton in the conference finals and about to go there. I mean, it's their first conference finals. And I think it's, it was in like 20 years. And also you're going to have a, you have a game seven that's happening. Is it happening tonight? Yeah. Is it yeah game seven uh, tonight? No, I believe it's tomorrow. Tomorrow. Oh, so, Day, so yeah. So you have the Carolina hurricanes versus the versus New, York New York Rangers. Rangers. Yes. That'll be an interesting one. Um, uh, a former uh, Columbus blue jacket in the New York Rangers. system yeah, there, Aaron. Aaron. Um, so it's interesting, Jared, if let's just say, you know, whoever wins the series, you know, you're going to have a very interesting, a chance you'll see, the probably the two hottest teams with the avalanche and the Tampa Bay lightning could be facing yeah. off the finals, which I think would be a heck of a series. Um, Jared, who is your pick to go to the finals and then give me your pick to win it all. Yeah. Um, I got, see, I got, I have, I have a lot of combination in my head right now, but who I want to make it, I'm sorry for saying this ZG, but who I want to make, I want the Oilers to make it. I want this. This this is not my pick, but I want the Oilers to make it because Connor McDavid deserves a Stanley Cup yeah. to solidify. I mean, he's already a Hall of Famer, but to really solidify his career. Same with Leon Dreisaitl. Um, Now, what I think is going to happen is I think um, it's going to be Avalanche and unfortunately Tampa Bay Lightning. Ugh. As much as I don't want them to make it, I think it's going to be those two teams. At, at this point, I have to go with the Avs. Like, as hot as yeah. Tampa Bay is, the Avs, and yes, this is for UZG, the Avs have been absolutely phenomenal all year. Uh, they have, I mean, they, they've been a whole nother level. Um, yeah. And I, I'm excited, if that is the Stanley Cup, I'm excited to watch that final, Stanley Cup final, uh, because the Avalanche are, are one of the better teams I've seen in recent years, so... <laughs> Yeah, and I would say, you know, for me, I, I've said from the beginning last week, I think the Avalanche is my pick. It's kind of my my kind of like silent pick. Like they're a really good team, but no one talks about them because the Avalanche, right? It's like the Columbus Blue Jackets when yeah. they were doing really well. Yeah. No one talks about oh, them yeah. because oh, yeah. they're not like a popular team. Uh, and I believe on the yeah. on the on the East, it's going to be Tampa Bay. And I, it's not even a question. Like I, I'm yeah, sorry, it, Carolina, New York. It doesn't matter. They're going to go through. Um, and I'm but there pick, could be a surprise. Yeah, and I'm going to pick the Avalanche. I just think the Avalanche is the better. Um, is I just think the better overall team. So I think the Avalanche yeah. oh, will, yeah. will win it all. I think in, I'm going to go in six. I think they'll win it all in six. Okay. Um, yeah. So be very interesting. Uh, you know, one of my favorite things about the Stanley Cup playoffs is the playoff beards. I love them. Yes. They're amazing. Oh, they're they're the so cool. Um, maybe Amen. we'll see the Columbus Blue Jackets. Before we move on from the NHL, Jared, what do the Columbus Blue Jackets need to do to get back here next year? What do they need to do? And I hope that you say Lane should be the first one they should be signing up. Oh, absolutely. Lane, I mean, okay, we had Dubois. He was It's not uh, Lane, headache. by the way. It's not Lane. Everyone thinks yeah, it's, it's Lane. Yeah, Patrick Lane. It's Lane, actually. Sorry, Lane. Lane. Uh, so Patrick Lane has become my favorite Blue Jackets player, um, as much as I love Zach Wierenski. I think the number one, number one priority, and we are so stupid if we don't do this, because he wants to stay. Like, he wants to be here. He played, he played, which he is had a shocker, career year. Which is, he which had, is shocker. Well he, had a, <laughs> well, he had a career year this year. We finally, I think, have a good coach in Brad Larson. So I, I, the number one priority is re-signing to an extension. Like, a, I, if it's like a seven-year extension, please. Patrick Lyonnais, because he's one of the best. He, he'll end up being one of the best goal scorers in Blue Jackets yeah. history. 
Um, and then other, other than that, I mean, we got really good draft. We have really good draft picks this year. We have uh, number uh, 12 and number six or seven, whatever that Blackhawks pick is. I can't remember what's on my head. Mm-hmm. I think it's six, six and 12. Uh, so those are a lot of picks right gotta there. Nail them. And you got to get good guys. Um, I think what we need, we don't need any more defensemen. We, we drafted well last year, um, you know, this year, which I have all the confidence in Blue Jacks front office. They draft well. So I think we just need, we need a center and a winger. And I think that's what we need to draft those first two picks. Uh, Cause they're going to be there. Cause it's, mm-hmm. you know, top, top 14. So or top 15 picks. So <clears throat> I think those are the big ones um, that we need to, those are the top two priorities, have a good draft and re-sign Patrick Laine. Free agency wise, NHL free agency is definitely, definitely a different dynamic yeah. for any, from any sport ever. Um, so it's weird. I, it, oh, free agency wise, usually there's not a whole lot of big names that are out there. A lot of guys resign. You just gotta, you just I, gotta get, you gotta get, I think depth. just, just sign get some depth. good depth. Yeah. We yeah, don't really have a whole lot of depth or injuries and stuff. So. I mean, I remember watching them last year. And, Watch them last year. I mean, they would have guys. I'm like, I've never heard of these dudes because they had to go down yeah. to AHL and yep. grab these dudes that I've never heard of. I'm like, what is happening? And that's like, it's like and, baseball, right? It's like baseball. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. You have good bench guys. So when you got an injury, you don't have to freaking fish yeah. out of the farm. And I remembered that other player from Colorado Avalanche. So, uh, he's going to be really happy. No, um, Kale McCarr. Oh, okay. Well, it's best young defenseman in the league. But anyways, uh, so yeah, that's, that's, I mean, that's what I believe the Blue Jackets need to do. We both want to see the Blue Jackets back to where they need to be. And I think they will be, it's just going to take some time. Yeah. Um, and I think that's going to be great. But um, before Jared goes, I would first like to make sure that I did not make my daily announcement that the Reds do still suck. Um, yep. And um, so I just wanted to make sure everyone knows that I just haven't got off that train yet. Um, but uh, Jared is, uh, it's been a, a great pleasure. There's nothing really great. I would say this before, before you go, uh, can you give me a little bit uh, for the NFL? We, we didn't touch on the NFL at all the last few weeks. Ah, so we're going to okay. briefly touch here. Um, give me your thoughts on what the Bengals, uh, what, the, how the Bengals you feel like they did in the off season here. And, and do you think mm-hmm. they'll keep it? Do you think they'll at least be in the same range, you know, minus one or two wins here or there, but do you think they'll still be in the same range as they were this past year? Okay. I'm trying to keep short and sweet, but let me tell you about these Bengals. Okay, one, we made the Super Bowl, so everybody can just shut up about the Bengals. We made the Super Bowl. Browns fans can shut up. You made it. Yeah. You were made yeah. it. Okay, have the Browns ever made a Super Bowl? Absolutely not. So, we made, made a it. Super Bowl. You exactly. didn't win it. You didn't win it. Uh, we have MVP talent in Joe Burrow. This offseason, we got him an offensive line. If you look back I'll agree at with you. the I'll Super agree Bowl. With you. Yes. If you look at the Super Bowl. He got killed. Mar Chase. We did not get killed. We no, won I'm lost saying, by a field I'm goal. saying that uh, offensive did, line yeah. got killed. Okay, <laughs> Jamar Chase, all right, absolutely out outplayed, quote-unquote, the best cornerback in the NFL in Jalen Ramsey. Remind you, Jamar Chase is 21 years old, and everybody's like, that was a terrible pick. They should have oh, went with offensive linemen. Oh, boy. Now, let me tell you, he was wide open for the very last play of the game, but Joe Burrow did not have enough time to get him the ball. And now... Joe Burrow has enough time to get him the ball whenever he wants because he has an encore waiting for him. So offseason, absolutely fits spectacular. We signed a bunch of awesome offensive linemen who are probably easily all of them were in the top 10 in the free agency. Let's talk about the draft. 
We drafted a ton of defensive players, which is what exactly, exactly what we needed to solidify. Yes, solidify. Because we already are a Super Bowl contending team because we, you know, we made a Super Bowl. We just solidified our AFC North championship. Oh, boy. And our Super Bowl appearance for years to come. Uh, I'm just going to say this. Um, First off, I think that on paper, and I think you should know this, I know you're going to have your protective bias self, but you got to also know you look at the Browns on paper, and I mean this, right? Like talent wise, mm-hmm, they brought mm-hmm. in. We sure. both can agree that the Browns are better than the Steelers. We both can agree that any team oh, in yeah, the AFC yeah. North is better than the Steelers right now. Oh, yes. Absolutely. We also can agree that the Bengals and Browns combined are better than the Ravens because the Ravens are not healthy. Probably. Right? If you Probably. look at the Browns, if you match with the Browns, let's say healthy team versus healthy team, no injuries, no suspensions, nothing. You, it would be really hard pressed for me, right, to say, and this is coming from Browns fan. I think that you go to the Cincinnati, the Bengals win. You go to Cleveland, the Browns win. I think there's a good chance this year that it's going to be a split. And I believe, and I have said this from the beginning, I think that that the AFC North could easily have three teams make the playoffs next year. Oh yeah, they make three teams make the playoffs. And I'll I'll just say on paper, I think the Browns have probably the best defense i would say the best defense in the afc north right now if you put up what they've what they've resigned clowny they have garrett and i would also say i would argue to say that they have if they would if they can find a if one of the receivers can really step up they can have outside of cooper obviously they could have the best weapons in the (sighs) afc north Ooh, that is a hot take, my friend. That is a hot, it's a hot take. Hot, hot. I mean, like that is like thousand degrees. Listen, listen. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Running backs, Cleveland easily. Don't even okay. do not at me. Yeah, yeah. Cleveland. Okay, easily. I, I agree. I agree. Tight I agree. ends easily at Cleveland. Ooh, don't oh. at me. Don't at okay. me. Don't okay. at me. Sure, sure, sure. Wide receivers. I'll give it to the Bengals. I'll give it to you. Yeah. Quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Give me this, John Watson. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Deshaun Watson hasn't played in over a year. Uh-huh. He hasn't proven anything with this Browns team. Joe okay. Burrow gets his ACL torn to pieces. I mean, not his ACL, his whole knee torn to pieces, and he leads the Bengals. Listen, you know, also- with hold on, hold on, no, without an offensive line. Quote word without an offensive we line. We still haven't played leads. this. We haven't seen this offensive line play together yet. We have no idea they're gonna be healthy. You are all about Jonah Dude, Williams. It's all about, about it's all Jonah. about talent. Oh, he's a great guy. Guy we drafted. He gets hurt, and he's yeah. Out and look what he is. And he's our bet. He's 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 a left tackle, and he's he was phenomenal this year. One of the best tackles in the league this year. I'm just saying, it's gonna be a interesting year, and I believe that the Browns will come on top, and you'll be sitting Bengals. there. You'll be sitting there in in January looking no. at me going, you know what? You're right. You're right. The Browns have up one up you. The Browns I, have one up you. I think I think the Browns are going to be good. You know, getting Deshaun Watson is a smart move. Although all that okay, money, we now your have no on. money. No, I want to hear your thoughts on. Well, first off, well, actually, our spend. cap is really nice this year. Actually, yeah, what your year. thoughts on <laughs> Baker Mayfield? Do you agree with me? Or I should say, Josh and I are very like sort of pro Baker. We were okay with you know either way, right? He's very pro Baker. What would you say? Do you think that Baker uh, is do you think it was the right move for Baker or I mean sorry not right move for Baker do you think the Browns are one do you think the Browns will trade him or release him and two do you think Baker is ever going to start again uh, well let's see um, if the Seahawks didn't even want Baker Mayfield I don't think yeah. anybody going to want Baker Mayfield so I think, think it's the because, Browns only option is to release him 
Do you think it's because he's toxic in the locker room? Um, maybe. I don't know. I, I think, I think getting Deshaun Watson obviously was a smart move because even though it was ugh, whatever the the cap is a, a whole guaranteed contract, I think it's dumb anyway. Like it, it waste of money in my opinion. But even though it is Deshaun Watson, but when you have Baker and then you have Deshaun Watson, easily go with Baker over Deshaun or Deshaun over Baker any day because Baker, I think is, a. I thought, see, when Baker was drafted by rounds, I thought he was a complete joke already. So this yeah, just solidifies well, my whole opinion that he's a complete fan, joke. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. I think, I think, I think, I don't think anybody's going to want him. I think the Browns are going to have to release him or, <laughs> or just keep him as a backup until his contract goes because you know, their cap is kind of hoop. Yeah. It's, this year, it's so. true. It's true. It, it's, it's poop. It's poop. And, and it's, uh, Josh and I talk about all the time that they didn't help themselves. Can you hear me by the way? I've been in and out. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Hi everyone. Uh, I'm, I'm, we're back. I, it was weird internet. We're across the ocean, but, uh, I just wanted to come on here to say thank you, Jared, for coming on. Thanks for doing two shows with me. Yes. Kind of awesome. I appreciate it. Um, and if you're listening, I hope that you enjoyed having Jared uh, Jared on this episode. But then he's also on Friday going to be on the Real Talk with Ben podcast. So check that out. Check out Absolutely. it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, but also on my YouTube channel. Um, and yeah, we just thank you so much, Jared, for coming on. I hope you guys, I hope you enjoyed it. Hope you enjoyed talking about sports. So yes, brings thank us you back. for having It's a normal conversation in our family. So yeah, yeah, it really is. Um, nice. But anyways... Thank you guys so much for watching. If you've loved this on YouTube, hit that thumbs up button, hit the subscribe button, hit that notification bell. You know, let me know that you love it. Let, let me know that you want to see more of this and, and maybe see Jared on more things that we do. So we never know. So, uh, and then also if you love this, if you watch this on Apple podcast or on Spotify, then uh, make sure you favorite it and rate us so that we can keep popping up in your feed. And then on top of that, there is a new, instagram out uh it's called the baseline podcast it's somewhere on the screen or below i can't remember actually what it's called i'm gonna look it up because i I created it and i can't (laughs) remember the name of it um oh it's uh baseline.podcast um we will start reposting there here this week um josh will have no idea it's out because he's offline so it's going to surprise when he comes but um that's where we'll be posting things for uh on instagram so Super excited to get that started as well. So once again, I can't wait to see you next week. Uh, Josh will be back. It will probably not happen on the normal day just because it's my birthday weekend and we'll be traveling and stuff. So uh, it might be a little later uh, than usual. But until then, we hope you guys have a great rest of your week. I remember that God loves you and uh, we can't wait to talk to you next time. So until then, we'll see you.